This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly COVID-19 briefing for the week of June 6th. In addition to discussing the latest COVID-19 information, we'll also be covering updates on other important health topics. In this episode, I'll discuss findings from three MMWR reports. The first report examines ventilation improvement strategies in K-12 public schools. The second report describes racial and ethnic disparities in COVID-19 vaccination coverage. And the last report highlights the characteristics of adults evaluated for substance use and treatment planning. Effective COVID-19 prevention in K-12 schools requires a combination of prevention strategies in school buildings and school-based transportation. Improved ventilation can reduce the concentration of germs in the air. It also offers other health-related benefits, such as better respiratory health and reduced allergy symptoms. While wind currents effectively disperse the virus that causes COVID-19 outdoors, ventilation systems help improve airflow and filtration indoors. In the first report, CDC examined reported ventilation improvement strategies among a sample of K-12 public schools. The most commonly reported strategies were lower cost, such as relocating activities outdoors and inspecting and validating existing HVAC systems. Fewer schools reported more resource-intensive strategies, such as replacing or upgrading HVAC systems or using HEPA filtration systems in classrooms or cafeterias. Rural and mid-poverty schools were less likely to report implementing several resource-intensive strategies. With the school year coming to a close, summertime is an opportunity for schools to make ventilation improvements ahead of the coming school year. These improvements can reduce COVID-19 spread in school settings, prevent the spread of other infectious diseases, and lead to broader improvements in the health of students and staff. Substantial federal resources to improve ventilation in schools are available. Some racial and ethnic minority groups have experienced disproportionately higher rates of illness and death from COVID-19. Vaccination is highly effective in preventing severe COVID-19 illness and death. Equitable vaccination can reduce COVID-19-related disparities. In the second report, CDC analyzed data from a survey of adults to assess disparities in COVID-19 vaccination coverage by race and ethnicity. Adults in most racial and ethnic minority groups had lower vaccination rates compared with non-Hispanic white adults in April 2021. Seven months later, by the end of November 2021, Vaccination rates for non-Hispanic Black, Hispanic, and Native Hawaiian other Pacific Islander adults had caught up to the rate for non-Hispanic white adults. Considerable organized efforts to provide equitable access to COVID-19 vaccines might have contributed to closing the coverage gap. Some of these efforts included CDC-awarded funding to U.S. jurisdictions and partner organizations, particularly for people disproportionately affected by COVID-19. This funding made COVID-19 vaccines free of charge at various locations, including pharmacies, mass vaccination clinics, hospitals, and federally qualified health centers. Tailored efforts including community partnerships and trusted sources of information, 
could be used to increase vaccination coverage among groups with identified persistent disparities. This could help achieve vaccination equity and prevent new disparities by race and ethnicity in booster dose coverage. People with substance use disorders are at high risk for overdose and other harms. In 2019, approximately 66 million U.S. adults reported binge drinking, and approximately 36 million reported illicit drug use or prescription pain reliever misuse in the past month. An estimated 20 million adults met criteria for a substance use disorder during the past year. In the last report, CDC used 2019 data collected from adults who sought substance use treatment in the United States to examine past 30-day substance use patterns. Among adults seeking treatment, about one-third reported using alcohol and about one-third reported using multiple substances recently. More than one-third of these people also reported experiencing extremely severe psychiatric problems. These findings highlight the need to incorporate polysubstance use and mental health problems into substance use prevention, treatment, and response initiatives, and improve linkages to services. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing. To stay up to date on the latest MMWR reports, go to cdc.gov MMWR and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.